Yo, 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 what is up, y'all? It's your boy, Logan. I'm here with my homeboy, Elijah. Say what's up. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? We are back with another episode. Um, hasn't been too long since our last one. You know, we were talking about the Grammys, uh, talk about Yay and Ty Dolla Sign's newest album on that one. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, of course, go listen to that one. We had a lot of fun with that one. Went a lot more in depth. This one's just more of a... Um, Let's handle our business episode. We don't have really much to talk about on this one. Just making sure we get y'all an episode out every other week at least. Um, and wanted to go ahead and get this one going because I knew me personally, I'm going to be really busy over the next couple of weeks. Um, my birthday coming up this week. So, you know, if you're hearing this before Wednesday, the 28th. Give me a shout. Um, and all that. And then a couple of personal things in life going on. So me and Elijah had to hook up and, get y'all an episode on this one. Um, so before we get into any discussions, I want to see what you thought Elijah about music so far this year and especially in the month of February. Yeah. Um, again, I, we kind of, we kind of hit on it in our Grammys episode. Um, and I, I, I'll agree. I feel like this year we, we ignoring a couple of glaring albums. Um, this year, I think we yes. started out a lot better than last year did. Um, in terms of just yes. there's just more consistently good music, uh, good quality music. Um, we have a couple stinkers, but uh, yeah. aside from that, like, as always, I, I kind of I've enjoyed I've been enjoying music this year. I feel like this was some good music, um, and you know if you guys any of you guys follow Twitter or, or on Twitter, you guys probably already heard about this. But you know we're getting J Cole's teasing the fall off. So yeah, I'm super excited to potentially get that sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as February, I feel like um, I feel like the big album that released in February, um, you know, the Kanye album, you know, our thoughts yeah, were in our last episode. So definitely go watch that. But, um, you know, other other than ignoring that one, because I'm going to go back to the episode. I think that February has been a pretty solid month. Nothing crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Haven't haven't had like an album that's just like hit, hitting like that. Um, but I think it's been a pretty solid month for music. And um, there's not really too much else for me to say other than like I've, I've just been enjoying the music that we've been getting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with you. I think that um, this has been a way stronger year for rap so far. Mm-hmm. Um, now to say, I don't think we've gotten anything as strong as like Killer Mike's album or um, Utopia or anything like that yet. But um, I mean, Benny the Butcher's album, Twenty One Savages, Boldy James. Right now, those are all in my. Those are that's that's my top three. Um, so I think that rap has been off to a good start. We've gotten some. Albums from artists you don't hear as often, especially at this point in the game, like The Game. Um, mm-hmm. We got a Blue album, which I love to see Blue dropping music. Um, and then a couple of UK rappers have been dropping some stuff. Uh, Getz, actually, I'm going to be dropping a review for him on TikTok later this week, so check that out. But, you know, that's a, he's a UK rap legend. It's been, I want to say, three, four years since he's dropped an album, so that's pretty exciting. Um, I don't remember hearing really any UK rap albums last year. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, and then apart from that, still discovering newer artists and bands like sprints. Um, I remember talking about them on here. Um, mm-hmm. cheek, cheek face had a really good album. Um, if y'all haven't checked that one out, definitely listen to that one. Yeah. A couple of really good alt rock or rock or, um, anything like that albums. I've been really enjoying so far this year. Um, I think we're in for a good year of music, and that's including J. Cole teasing the fall off. That's including ASAP Rock, 
Rocky's supposed to finally be dropping something. Um, Yay and Ty, um, Ty are supposed to be dropping um, two more albums. We'll see if that happens. Um, I can't say that I'm too excited for those, but it could be happening anyways. Um, <laughs> we're still waiting for Frank Ocean. You know, it's been eight years now. It's not going to happen this year, but you know, we're still hoping. Um, no, I do really think this is setting up to be a really good year in music. Also, ASAP Rocky did say that Rihanna's album is in in the works. I don't know. Okay, but you know, okay. I I don't think that we're hitting it this year. But hey, you know, maybe we get a Rihanna album this year. Yeah. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. Just like Frank Ocean. Hey, listen, it's been just as long for her as it's been for um, Frank Ocean, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, we are supposed to be getting two Metro Boomin' albums, one with Future and one with Jid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, mm-hmm. Jid also is supposed to be having a solo album coming. I don't know. that. I doubt that we get both of those in the same year, but hey, you know. Um, Jid, Jid's one of the best artists in the game right now, up and coming. Um, he's hardly up and coming anymore. I mean, he's here, but... I feel like he has not hit that next level in the mainstream that he's going to. So, yeah, a lot to be excited about. And even let's even consider the fact that um, not good albums per se, but we got Jason Derulo and Usher in 2024. Right. And Jennifer Lopez, too. Just just throw her out there, too. (laughs) Very unexpected albums. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Usher had the like we talked about last week or last episode, Usher had the Super Bowl halftime show. So he was always going to drop something. That's just generally how it goes. The artist that does that usually drops something, except Rihanna. Uh, but, um, yeah. And then, of course, this week we got a French Montana album. So, yay. <laughs> have you listened to that yet, Elijah? I'll be honest, I have not. <laughs> I've, okay. been, I've, been, I've been avoiding it, but um, I... Yeah. You're going to have to get to I, it at I, some point, yeah. I'm, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> I think we're going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to talk about that on the TikTok. Uh, we'll figure something out to see. Obviously, I've already listened to it, so I've already done the damage of listening to it and have a couple of notes, but yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll talk to about it. I'll talk to myself to, to listen to it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say though, uh, without going too much, I'm going to be doing Earth Gang because um, Earth Gang dropped a yep. little uh, a little EP. Um, I yeah. actually I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So well, well, this past week, Earth Gang dropped. Elijah will be talking about that. Um, I think you'll also be talking about the Hit Boy and La Russell uh, yep, short yep. little project. It's funny how you got the two projects that are both under 20 minutes and then I end up with, um, granted, this is just, you know, we, I, he gets the artist that he's a bigger fan of. I get the artist that I, um, listen to a little bit more. So well, who, who did we say? I got, I get gets. And then I get, um, Eric, the architect from, um, Flatbush zombies. He dropped his solo mm-hmm. album. Ironically, I think that I got the two better albums, but that's all, that's the, that's all the depth I'm going to go into with that. Well, you'll see our reviews later this week. So uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and proceed to talking about our homework that we um, unfortunately didn't get a chance to talk about in our last episode. Um, You know, it was a full packed episode. We figured it just made more Mm -hmm. sense to give you guys a separate episode for that because, you know, we talked about the Grammys and Kanye and just so much on last episode. Yeah, Uh, that was a long episode. (laughs) So, um, Logan, you remember the two projects I gave you for your homework, right? Yes. Yes. So Elijah gave me... Uh, the Breakthrough by Mary J. Blige and T-E-V-I-N, Tevin, by Tevin Campbell. Um, so I'll start with Mary J. Blige and talk about that one first. 
Uh, okay. Mary J. Blige's The Breakthrough, that's kind of in the middle of her discography, came out in 2005. It is her seventh um, studio album. And let's see. So by my history with Mary J. Blige, I've listened to plenty of her. Of course, she's the queen of hip-hop, soul, and R&B. You know? I, I have this theory that you don't really, at least maybe not so true nowadays because she's a little bit older, a little bit less active, but um, for the 90s, 2000s, and early 2010s, you didn't make it as a rapper unless you had a song with Mary J. Blige. Um, yeah. You know, Biggie had a song with her. Um, Dre had a song with her. Kendrick had a song with her. That was just kind of my progression of seeing, obviously, plenty more rappers had songs with her, but that was just kind of my progression of seeing like, hey, yeah, this is how you know if you made it, you had a song with her. Um, but my history with her per, her solo discography, um, I had, of course, listened to the classics, What's the 411 and My Life. Um, those are generally agreed upon as her best. Of course, those are also her first two albums. Um, really enjoy those. Like I said, I have a history of listening to those a couple of times. So I was familiar with her work, but I can't, I, I can't say I had never listened to The Breakthrough. Um, so this album, one, to talk about its popularity, it went triple platinum. So, of course, anything by Mary J. Blige at that time was going to sell. That's just how it is. That doesn't necessarily speak to how good it is, but it, it is it, it is that good. Um, the album was kind of her doing two different things. Um, and if I ever at any point when I'm talking about this sound like I'm just reading notes, that's because I am. I haven't listened to these albums since he gave me the homework. Um which I'll say, I listened to them three times, so I, I mean, it, it's still somewhat fresh on my mind, but you know, it's been three, four weeks since then, so I have to refresh my memory a little bit. Um, but either way, like I was saying, it was kind of her doing two things on this album. One, expressing and exclaiming her love to her husband, um, while also doing the same to herself, because she was just kind of happy with and accepting the place that she was in her life at this point. And I really like that. Um Again, R&B, a lot of the times, it's either sexual or loving. You know, one of the two things. Um, and I like the fact that she pointed that love to herself. She was proud of herself. She's happy with where she is in life. That was that was a really good um, mix on a normal formula. You know, it's, it's still fit in the same formula, but it's just a kind of a different perspective. And I like that. Um, so just to name some of my favorite songs on here. I, I, I generally say I like all the songs. It is a little bit of a long album, but it never really feels that long. An hour and 16 for R and B is nothing crazy. Um, unless it's like that slow, slow R and B, which is not what Mary J Blige is. She has those moments for sure, but, um, she's very much an upbeat, um, artist for an R female R and B artist coming out at the time that she was, Granted, I think she was big on influencing the sound to make it more upbeat and fun. Um, she was a big part of that um, evolution. Uh, but to go into what some of my favorite songs were, I got to give a shout out to Enough Crying, um, Take Me As I Am, MJ, MJB to MVP. Um, I, I love on that one where um, she used the Hate It or Love It beat for that. Um mm. I just love whenever you get those R&B hip hop crossovers, of course, because those two genres are so married together anyways. Um, yep. And then the last song I want to give a shout out to is one, which I think in my opinion, probably shows off her voice and raw emotion, the best of any song on the album. Um, like I said, I really enjoy this album. I enjoy the features that are on it. You get features from will. I am Nina Simone, uh, Jay Z, 
Uh, you even get U2 on here. That's random. But again, that's on one of the, the U2 comes in on the song one, which was one of my favorite songs on here. Um, yeah, again, I going back to it, I think that I probably prefer her first two albums over this one, but it is very cool to see just her progression. You know, it's very, it's different from her first two albums. Um, it shows her ability to grow as an artist. Um, and obviously, like I said, she's one of the greatest artists of all time. So, you know, you know, she's going to have a good discography. Every album is going to be fun to listen to. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate you giving me that opportunity to dig deeper into that, pushing me to do that. Um, as for the other album you gave me, Tevin by Tevin Campbell, I'm just going to call it Tevin. I'm not going to spell out his name every time, even though that's technically the name of it. Um, yeah. So Tevin Campbell, of course, I've heard Tevin Campbell. I know of Tevin Campbell, but I had never actually gone through and listened to one of his albums. This was his debut album. Uh, let's see. So the, yeah, this was his debut album. It featured some really good production on it. So the reason why I want to start with that, two of the names that I noticed tied to the production on here were Quincy Jones. Obviously, you know how legendary Quincy Jones is. And then Prince. So I mean, that. Seeing Prince tied to it was Quincy Jones doesn't surprise me because he just got around everywhere. But Prince being on the production that shocked me. Um, but no, Tevin Campbell. Uh, you notice listening to this, uh, I, I didn't really do my research until after my first listen. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, he his voice is really high. He sounds kind of like a Jackson Five Michael Jackson. He's fourteen when he was recording this album, so that just that makes sense there. Uh, you can definitely hear the youth in his voice. Um, as for what he's going for on here, um, at times it's more in energetic and fun. Like I said, that's where you get that Michael Jackson sound from when he was in the Jackson five days, but he also manages to slow it down and get that normal nineties R and B sound out there. Again, this album, what it came out in 91, I think. Yeah. Came out in 91. So, I mean, you're still getting that early nineties, slower R and B. Um, of course the people who helped him craft this album, because as a 14 year old, he's not going to craft this thing by himself. Um, they want to they want to show off his ability to do multiple things you know he's just getting started in his career so that that was huge um again he had some geniuses helping him make this so all he had to do was show his pure raw vocal talent and ability to um make fun music they were going to take care of him and they definitely took care of him uh so i have two favorite songs that i wrote down here um that i really enjoyed that would be let me see one song um, I just like the message on that, you know, talk about peace in the world. Um, I thought it was really cool to see a, you know, 14, I don't know if he was 15 when this came out either way, a, a young teenager, you know, being able to share a message that needed to be heard like that at the time. And then I really liked, um, she's all that, which I feel like just had that classic pop R and B hit song sound to it. Um, Again, another album where I enjoyed pretty much the entire track listing. This one's a little bit shorter, comes in at under an hour. Um, doesn't really get boring at any point. Of course, again, he's young. You can tell there's still growth to be had there, but the the thing that like rappers at this age aren't able to carry an album the way that R&B artists at this age are. It's crazy. Right. Because um, three of the four albums you've given me have been by artists 17 or younger. Um, and for the most part, I think it's three, three of the four have been their debut. I can't remember, um, between the Brandy and Aaliyah 
Aaliyah may, might have been her second one. I can't remember. Either way. Yeah, I think the Aaliyah one was her second yeah, it was, one. It was, um, second. But it was Brandy's debut. Yeah, <clears throat> Brandy's debut. Yeah, but yeah, both of all. Like I said, most most um, bands, artists, anything aren't able to carry music the way that they are, the way that these artists are at their young age. And granted, that's why these artists are legends. You know, that's mm-hmm. why these are the albums you're giving me. Um, so that all makes sense. And like I said, you know, really really good choices. Um. Again, they're they're a little bit deeper cuts than, um, say, if someone who had never listened to R and B. One of the first things you would give them was probably like, "What's going on by Marvin Gaye?" Duh. Um, mm-hmm. Deeper cuts <laughs> than something like that. These aren't like your ca- casual. Hey, you want to get into R and B? Here's what I'm going to give you. I like that. I like that. I'm not hearing the essentials. These are the hey, you know a little bit about R and B? Let me really get you into it. I like that. Not deep cuts per se. These aren't obviously. These are all platinum selling albums for the most part. But I think really good choices all around. Fun, fun choices too. Glad, I'm definitely glad to hear that. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'll say a couple things about these albums. Um, go back yeah. to Mary J. Um, I <clears throat> I'm glad that you pointed out that it was her seventh album and that you know it, it you can hear the progression of her sound from when she was younger to now because mm-hmm. um, when she was first coming out you know she was running around with Biggie and around that that time of like she's singing on Biggie songs she was singing on you know Junior Mafia songs just singing mm-hmm. like, those type of songs and the progression of her career like sure people <clears throat> people say her first two albums are probably might be her best but I, I really think that you know she's a legend obviously so her albums are pretty consistent but I love that like her albums progressively change. They may not get better, mm-hmm. quote unquote, but like you see the growth in her as an artist. And that's why I think it's super mm-hmm. important, especially in, in, in the industry like R&B, where like, honestly, you can be like, I mean, like I said, we just got an Usher album. Usher's been out since the 90s as well. He just released a new album, you know, not too long ago. So like you still have artists who are in their mid 40s, almost early 50s, still able to release R&B albums, um, like full yeah. albums. And is Usher you know, able to, or did he just do it? He just did it. Is he so, actually you know, able yeah. to? <laughs> he just did it. Well, I'm not saying he's able to, but my point being yeah, that not a good it's, album. It's, <laughs> it's nice to see that um, for Mary J specifically, like somebody who's so great for her, the growth and still see how great she was even at that, that point. Um, mm-hmm. And I really, I'm glad that you p- pointed out <clears throat> what she was trying to do on the breakthrough, which is why I think, mm-hmm. You know, um, just break it down a little bit. That's exactly why the album's called The Breakthrough, because The Breakthrough is she's professing her love for both her husband, but also her love for herself and her self-love. Excuse me. Her self-love is a huge factor in her love for her husband as well, because, you know, it's a standard saying you got to love yourself or you can love somebody else. But The Breakthrough of loving yourself allows you to really love somebody else. So I think for me, at least, that's why I really love that album, because like it, you know, I feel like the 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 title is so easily conveyed throughout the music of the album as well um and like what she's trying the point she's trying to get across so um if you guys you know if you guys haven't heard that album if you guys haven't heard mary j blige please listen to the breakthrough it is a great album um if you haven't heard mary j blige listen 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 to our first two albums and listen to the breakthrough and then listen to the rest of this album of course but like definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to the breakthrough because you you need to um yeah as far as Tevin Campbell, um, there's not too much more I can say that Logan hasn't already said. I mean, this is it's his first album. 
Um, it's not his best album, but that's because it's his first album. He's literally beginning in, and like Logan yeah. said, he's at this point he's fourteen. And when someone like just like Brandy, when you're that young coming out, like it doesn't really matter if your f- album isn't your best because if your album is good enough for people to still be listening to it, what are we mm-hmm. twenty? No, thirty three years. Yeah, thirty three yep. years later, that tells you how the talent level was. Um, so. Um, you know, I, I think that Tevin Campbell, he's very influential into the whole 90s sound in this album. Um, mm-hmm. his, this album is kind of the blueprint of what made 90s R&B so big, so, um, yeah. like, so so nostalgic, I should say, because, like, you know, this is a, it's a literal blueprint for the 90s R&B sound. You know, you got, yeah. you got a little bit of your up, upbeat, you got a lot of your just pouring your soul out, you know, and <clears throat> it, it, I really love how... Like I said, th- kind of like how Brandy's album, Brandy's debut album showed her potential off as well. I think that this album is a great showing of his potential that he obviously perfects later on as he grows more, grows up, liter- literally grows up, but also grows mm-hmm. into his career as well. Um, and kind of the same thing as Brandy. I felt like they, both him and Brandy were great parallels. That's kind of why I gave you this one as well, to kind of parallel with Brandy. So you can kind of see like the type of yeah. like why I'm kind of giving you those those type of albums, you can kind of see like, okay, these, this is why these artists get talked about the way they get talked about, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so as far as the albums that I was given my homework, we'll start with, we'll start with revolver by the Beatles. Cause I want to talk about, I want to talk about that one. Um, so I was given revolver by the Beatles, um, which is, um, what is it like? Their honestly, I don't know That's what that question is for theirs. It's like their uh, depends on how you uh, count their albums because a lot of their early early albums were just cover albums, anyways. True. Um, I mean, let's put it this way: they were this album released. It'd be like their seventh album. So yeah, it's somewhere it's somewhere in the in the early ish part of their discography, but I guess mid part of their discography. Either way, yeah, kind of um, in the middle. You know, this album is, um, as Logan said, it's one of the best rock albums of all time. Let's say this. This album came out when they were in their prime popularity. There you go. Like They were already really popular, and then this album came out. There's a reason why this is generally agreed upon as a top three Beatles album. Um, And the first thing that struck me was, uh, well, one, was the length of the album. 14 songs in 34 minutes is crazy to me. Because like short songs, <laughs> it's they're very short songs. I was surprised by that, um, and also like, well, obviously because they're short, it wasn't hard to get through. But like beyond them mm-hmm. being short, like it was a very easy listen. Like um, mm-hmm. honestly, I kind of towards the end, I kind of zoned out, and not in the sense of like I zoned out in terms of like oh you know this repetitive blah, 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 blah. like no, I was listening and I was zoning into the music, zoning out to the music itself. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that the album ended until it literally stopped playing. I was like, wait, what, why is the next song? And then I looked <laughs> and the next, it was like, oh, that was the last song. <laughs> so um, I, I genuinely enjoy this album a lot. Like I, 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 I really think that, I mean, I see exactly why the Beatles, like if this is, this is, I don't know where this ranks among the discography. Um, you could, you could probably tell me better, uh, Logan, where this ranks. Like if this is their best album, I don't think. I don't think yeah. it's their best album. It may be. I don't know. Most, but. most people would have most people would have this top three, and you can have your top three in almost any order. But generally, it's going to be Revol- Revolver, um, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and um, Abbey Road. I would probably okay. put this one third. 
Um, But I do think that this one was probably more influential on the sound of music than the other two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just about to say um, a lot of uh, what I really liked about this album. I heard a lot of, uh, I can't say off the top of my head. I can't say off the top of my head because there's just a lot of songs, but I heard artists as well, but I heard a lot of uh, influentials or influence. um, I heard a lot of things that influence artists nowadays. Basically I heard a lot of, a lot of uh, the, the, just the sound that developed into like what is now, honestly, like uh, I know they're rock uh, technically, but th- this is more like a, um, if I, if I had to describe the music they would be today, I don't think they would be rock necessarily. Like, I think they would be rock in mm-hmm. the sense of like, you yeah. can still call them rock, but I think they'd be more towards a, like a, honestly, even R and B, if we're being honest, I think you mm-hmm. could even, I think you could even squeeze this into a little, little bit of an R and B. It's not exactly R and B ish, but like, the way the the way the the sound was, the way the album was curated to me, it sounds it seems more R and B ish than like what you would think rock would be. If that makes sense, um, yeah. And I I really love that. I love that you know it it just <laughs> I I I see exactly why this album was so good, so popular. Um, I love the intro, Tax Man. Just going into it is just like you know you're, you're immediately. I like the I like the uh, parallel of the. Um, the album being called Revolver, and then we go into a song called Taxman, specifically talking mm-hmm. about the Taxman. It's like, okay, so we're starting this out with a bang, literally. Um, yeah. And I, I really loved how, um, like, I loved how all of the, the titles of the songs. So one one of the things you'll, you'll learn, like in hip hop, um, like rap specifically, a lot of times the title of the song doesn't necessarily have much to do with what the song's about anyway. Um, there's there's times where it does, but a lot of times the title of the song is just like whatever makes sense in terms of like something they said in the song or like whatever yeah. the hook says, basically. It's not necessarily yeah. like a theme of the song all the time. But every single song on this album, the title went exactly along with the, how the song was, like like the yes. theme of the song. And I really, I really loved that. I really felt like that made the, the listening experience even more thorough and even better because I, I felt like I was legitimately like, like I was under, like everything was like basically said for you. So obviously easier to read, but like also like not just because it was said for you, that was great, but also because like, okay, now I understand what they're trying to get at with this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if, so again, this is my first Beatles album. So you can you, you guys can give me in the comments if you want to on that. But uh, I'm gonna ask you this, Logan: Are they have they been known for a lot of political being a, very political in their music? Um, uh, people don't talk about it, but yeah, they definitely make some types of statements. Uh, mm-hmm. Not overly so, you know. They don't reach certain level. They're pretty much more surface level a lot of times. Okay. If they're gonna touch on that kind of topic. Um, okay. Again, most of their they're a weird band, man. You know, they did a lot of drugs. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, I, I can tell. Because um, I mean, honestly, um, listening to this album, I I, I wouldn't say it's poli- it's not political in the sense of like mm-hmm. they're taking a stand, like a harsh stand, like yeah. or against this person per se. But yeah. like, if you really listen to the messages in the song, you can tell that they're taking a pretty clear like line of like thinking and yeah being. And this is how we feel, you know. Um, I could definitely tell they were they were they were doing a lot of drugs when when this album came out because yeah. this song this album um, 
it's not chaotic in the sense of like dr- people on drugs doing this album, but this the the vibe of it, the 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 thinking, the 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 way the lyrics in general sound like something like I mean it's in the sixties, so of course that was the era where you know people were getting high a lot. <laughs> so yeah. um, it, it definitely sounds like that type of that type of song, that type of vibe. Yeah. Um, as far as the songs I really like, I mean I already said I like Tax Man. I mean Eleanor Rigby. I, Eleanor mm-hmm. Rigby was obviously an amazing song. I mean, it's one of their most popular songs of all time. Yep. So, and I see why. Um, I really liked Yellow Submarine as well. Um, yeah, that's a good song. And then, and then I like I liked um, I like for no one as well. Um, you know, just okay. in general, there's not a bad song on this album. So it's like it's mm-hmm. hard to just be like, oh yeah, I like this song because um, I like them all. It was a really easy album to listen to. Um, yeah. As far as where I think, what I think, I think this is probably one of the best, uh, like like I said, this is, ironically, I don't even think this is much of a rock album compared to the other albums you've given me. Like, yeah, it's, hard, yeah. it's harder for me to call this one a rock album than any of the other ones you gave me. But um, I, I see exactly why, why you gave me this album because I feel like this is such a, it's, it's such a, just a important album for music in general, not just rock, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so, of course they're one of the biggest bands of all time. So I had to make sure exactly. you got at least one Beatles in there, and I figured why not get it early. Exactly, I respect that. I respect that. Um, so on that note, we're gonna transition to the next album that Logan gave me, which is um, ironically, um, it's it's Nevermind by Nirvana. Um, and you know what's so ironic? You gave this to me, and as I was listening to it, I re- I realized I heard a lot of these songs already, like just yeah, throughout I would my imagine life, so. just like. <laughs> Like just randomly hearing them throughout my life, which is ironic. I never listened to the albums in full, but just hearing them like throughout my life, I was yeah. like, "Damn, I really, I really know these songs," you know. Yeah. So, well, if you hadn't, if you had made it to this point in your life without at least hearing "Smells Like Teen Spirit" or "Come as You Are," mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh no, those were those were definite ones. But like, yeah. "Breed" and "In Bloom," I had yeah. heard those two as well. Um, yeah. So and you had also heard it. um something in the way cuz of the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um so I I'll start even with that with Breed. Breed um yeah, that was in um, oh, I love a that Madden, song. I think it was in Madden 08. Okay. So Okay. Um I, Yeah, I that remember, makes sense. I remember yeah, that. yeah. I remember that because it was always it always played in the, you know, the in the menus when you were playing, you know, picking the game or picking the teams or whatever will always be playing. And like, I used to love that song, you know, just listen to it. I was like, okay, I love it. I love it. Listening to it again. I was like, dang, that's that song, you know? Um, so, but yeah, so with Nirvana, we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about influence rock bands and influence. Like Nirvana is probably mm-hmm. one of the most influential rock bands of all time. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're talking about some, um, some just, pure classics like uh i'm pretty sure this is their best album right like i'm not i'm not wrong for saying yeah they are of course of course they had a really short um lifespan because kurt cobain's unfortunate um death Mm -hmm. what you know we're not going to get into the all conspiracies about that but yeah they only really had i think three albums yes this is generally agreed upon their best album now i will say a lot of fans will make an argument for in utero i don't agree um Mm -hmm. I don't find the enjoyment in that album quite as much, but and I think Bleach, Nevermind, and In Utero are all good albums. But yeah, no, there's I don't think there should be a debate. This is definitely their best album to me. Yeah, and I, I can see why. I mean, 
you know, just just purely off of listening to it, like this album, I was saying how I saw the influence that the that uh, Revolver had on music. This album, I absolutely see the influence. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard plenty of songs that have straight up sampled uh, songs yep. off of this album. Just, just purely off listening to this album, were like thinking about it throughout my head, like hip hop especially. I mean, you know, Kurt Cobain is a huge, huge figure in hip hop. Like, yes, like probably one of the biggest rap, rock individual rock artists in hip hop in terms of like uh, yeah. mentions and just influence in general. So, <clears throat> of course, Nirvana has a huge impact on that, obviously. Um, yeah, but like, I just like listen to this album. This is exactly what I, what I am imagining you are trying to get across to me when it comes to rock. Like this is why rock is such uh, an interesting genre, such a good genre because um, yeah, like this is one of those, <clears throat> this is one of those albums or just kind of like revolver. Like this gives me the, the, the vibe of like being on drugs, but in a different way than revolver. Like, yeah. I can guarantee you a, they were definitely doing drugs on this album too. Yeah, <laughs> this is this yeah, is a naked baby a, on the cover for Christ's sake. <laughs> this is a doing drugs and like, like Revolver is more like doing drugs and let's talk about like let's talk about some legitimate like social issues going on right now, right? Let's mm-hmm. talk about these things. Uh, this is doing drugs and like expressing exactly what you're feeling while you're doing drugs yeah <laughs> like yeah. like that, that's exactly what this album came across to me as and i and i really enjoyed it because of that because like i really felt like mm-hmm. it was a very raw and um very raw and real album not that revolver wasn't but like i felt like this was just very raw and real like this is just purely like like they 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 went in the studio were doing whatever they were doing and they just recorded mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah yeah, this, um, this is definitely a very live, energetic album. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, the, the first song smells like Teen Spirit. I mean, like like Logan said, if you if you haven't heard that, that's on you at this point. Like if yeah. you you haven't heard that at some point, somehow, some way. I yeah. mean, literally, I think, the album. I'm gonna say yeah, that. Well, I, think, I, I think I think so. I think most people in the world know that song. I mean, to the point that there's a joke that people will say smells like the only Nirvana song you know. You know, that's how popular that song is, though. You don't have to know any other Nirvana song. You're going to know that one. Exactly. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, I already kind of mentioned it, but the first four songs, Smells Like Teen Spirit and Bloom Come As You Are, Breed, really love those songs, obviously. Um, uh-huh. You know, two of those are their most popular songs. So, of course, yes, I'm going to like them, <laughs> you know, but uh <clears throat> I like breed, I liked in bloom. Something in the way was great too. Also liked mm-hmm. uh, drain you. I thought drain you was a great song as well. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, again, this is another shorter album, uh, thirteen songs, forty nine minutes. So it's a little bit longer than the uh, Beatles album, but like you know, mm-hmm. not really that much longer when you think about it. Um, like it's fifteen minutes longer, but it doesn't really feel like that much more longer because it's about the same amount of songs. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of this album is just like. Like honestly, a lot of this album is like just vibing out, <laughs> really. Like you're, yep. you're just zone, like kind of how I yep. said it with Revolver. I kind of was just vibing out when I listened to this album, like just zoning out, listening to it, just really enjoying the music. Um, and yeah, um, if, if man, I, I I really I'm seeing I'm understanding why you had me listen to these two albums um, mm-hmm. because I really feel like these two 
I mean, every album you've given me has been completely different. Like every time you give me an album has been completely different than the last couple, last time. And I see, yeah, I see kind of like where you're going with that. I really enjoy that. I like I like that you're giving me just the different types of uh, um, like the, the 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 different type of fuels within the rock genre yeah. in general. Like like I yeah. said, like there's Revolver, it's a wide range. Revolver at this point is hard to call it a rock album. Um, yeah, you know, um, this. I, I don't even know if I would call this a straight rock album. I might call this more uh, alternative rock. It has more. Um, it has more rock elements than you, you know. talk about. Nevermind. Yes. Yeah. So Nevermind definitely it. Um, it didn't start the grunge rock movement, but it mm-hmm. is definitely the peak of it. Like, it okay. is the so, most popular grunge album of all time, and grunge was very popular in the late eighties and nineties. That is, mm-hmm. it was kind of the natural progression from metal to where. Mm-hmm. I think Metallica and like um, Black Sabbath were like metal at its start, and then it kind of split into the heavy metal and the grunge. This is just mm-hmm. this. This isn't literally what happened. This is just kind of my envisioning of it, and the, you know, right? The grunge was no. really popular at that time. You know, this came out in '91. That's when it was really popular. And I could definitely see what you're saying because I mean, like this, <clears throat> like this is. I feel like. I don't know if 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 alternative rock, like alternative, I guess alternative in general. I don't know if alternative is kind of like a a, a deriver, uh, of, um, of derivative grunge derivative. Thank you. I don't know why I can't think of the word derivative, derivative yeah. of grunge, but like a lot of these songs kind of give gave me the vibe of like I was thinking of a I was thinking of Haley Williams and Paramore a lot when I was yeah. listening to this album too. And, um, yeah, you know, definitely and a lot it's of obvious, it's obvious that they were influenced by Nirvana, obviously. Yeah. But like, it's also like, to me, like, this is like, like you said, now, now that you explain that to me, it makes a lot of sense now. Like this is, that's yeah. why it doesn't sound the same as other rock. Cause this is the beginning of that type of, like that type of split from, from rock. So I see exactly where, exactly what it is now. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that um, these two albums were amazing to listen to. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. two of the best albums of all time. Um, and so it's, e- it's easy for them to be good to listen to when the two of the best albums of all time. But I really think that, you know, it it, it puts into context, like, why, for, for the Beatles, it puts into context why the Beatles were so popular and why they have been so popular yeah. for so long. Um, and this, you know, Nevermind really was like, wow, now I, now you know, you really make me see where and why hip hop is so like Kurt Cobain is so huge in hip hop, and you know because of this, this album is exactly why. Um, so yeah, um, did you have anything you wanted to add about these two albums? Uh, no, I, I, I definitely don't have anything to add on the Beatles album. Um, mm-hmm. You pretty much touched on everything, like you said. Um, there again, I think that was one of their more influential albums in terms of general music. Um, as they went on further in their career, they got a lot more psychedelic at times. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, they still had the more down-to-earth moments on albums like Sgt. Pepper's and Abbey Road. Um, but they get a lot crazier as they go on. And then, of course, they kind of quit being a band altogether. They go their own way. Not not in terms of like a normal band breakup, but just, you know. Um, and then John Lennon dies. So um, Now, as for Nirvana... I could, I, let me tell you, man, I could listen to that album 
every single week. <laughs> that album doesn't get boring. I don't think people give them enough credit for how influential they are. I mean, I, th- I think everyone knows how influential they are. I think a lot of people just don't want to give them credit for it. Um, mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, Paramore, a lot, of, a lot of the grunge elements that we get in any type of music that uses grunge, you don't get that without Nirvana. Um, exactly. And let's not forget, you know, um, you don't get Foo Fighters without Nirvana. Um and Foo Fighters, of course, has had a much longer career than Nirvana. That obviously, who knows how long Nirvana would have been together had Kurt Cobain not died. Um, but like I said, D- Dave Grohl was a member of um, Nirvana, and then he goes on to start Foo Fighters. That's huge. Because, again, Foo Fighters is one of the better bands of all time as well. Um, exactly. Which is another thing that I love to point out about rock music. So many times an artist will just... Bands for their entire career rarely ever have the same lineup for the entire time. Maybe for a short stretch of their prime, but like they'll have um, a new drummer and you notice different elements in their music now or a new. um, The only artist that usually stays the same is the is the lead lead singer. singer, Yeah. 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 Maybe the lead singer and the drummer or the lead singer and the. guitar players you know stuff like that but yeah they'll have so many people cycle in and to just pay attention to the different lineups that they've run sometimes a legend will join an already established band it's just it's fun to pay attention to if that's something you decide you want to look into more um you'd be surprised by some of the artists that just pop in and pop out um it's cool to pay attention to again i i can't say that i can name every single um guitar player drummer whatever for the bands that i like like that you know i i just like the band you know i like the music i don't i usually don't get into all that stuff but um yeah um the only other thing i want to point out um something in the way that song actually was written um at a time where kurt Cobain's talking about like when he was homeless um so that just adds a little bit extra depth to that song and just the grittiness of it which of course is why it made sense to choose it for the batman um Obviously, Bruce Wayne wasn't homeless, but, you know, just the overall grittiness, street level um, anxiety that it produces, you know. Um, But yeah, and like you said, with the samples, I know what I can't remember which song it was, um, but I know Lil Nas X sampled one of those uh, Nirvana songs for um, his seven EP. Um, I think it was I want to say it was in bloom. It was either In Bloom or Come As You Are, I know, and I can't remember which song he sampled it on either. But, yeah, it's surprising how much rap artists really love Nirvana and use them. Like, I have a friend who went to a Denzel Curry concert, and he did Smells mm-hmm. Like Teen Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Of course, we know how much Denzel Curry loves rock. Um, he has a cover on Spotify of um, Bulls on Parade. Um I would love if he could get a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit that I could actually add to playlist. That would be amazing. But regardless. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I like how we're trying to push each other's boundaries um, and fi- find little pockets in each genre that are so different. You know, Because so far right, you've given exactly. me some slow R&B albums. You've given me some upbeat ones, uh, some fun ones, some ones with more hip-hop on them, some that aren't <laughs> that hip-hop influenced. And here I've given you like two psychedelic rock albums, a metal album, a grunge album. Now we got to get you into some classic rock. That's going to be the fun part. (laughs) 
I guess Beatles is yeah. kind of classic rock, but uh, eh. it's like a, it's like a, yeah, I, I see what you're saying yeah. on that one. They're, 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 them and Pink Floyd are transcendent. They don't, it doesn't matter what you classify them as. That's fair. I, I, I can agree with you on that. After, after hearing what I, hearing both of them, yeah, I can agree with you on that one. So, um, as far as our next homework, um, mm-hmm. do you have any for me? I have one album for you. Um, I know I said I want to get to some classic rock. This isn't. We're not going to get to classic rock here. This actually is an album that I don't know why I felt compelled to listen to it earlier this week. Um, okay. I don't think it's the best album by this artist. Um, I, it probably is the second best, though. Um, this is an artist who I would argue is possibly the greatest artist of all time, just overall. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll tell you why I'm choosing this album, but I'm choosing uh, Black Star by David Bowie. Um, okay. I say a lot of people would probably say um, Ziggy Stardust is Davey, David Bowie's greatest album, which came out uh, in the 70s, I think 19, 1972. Okay. So David Bowie's best run in his career was in the 1970s. You know, that's when he's dropping Hunky Dory, which was kind of his first really popular album. Um, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane. Um, then he even goes on to drop low and heroes. That's all from 1970 to 1977. Um, black star comes out in 2016. (laughs) Yep. Just, just for the record. So the story with black star, it drops January 8th, 2016. And if you look at David Bowie's, um, lifespan, he dies January 10th, 2016. So two days after the album releases, he dies. And when you listen to the album, not to spoil too much for you, but it's kind of a um, what was the Black Panther actor's name? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of a his situation where secretly he knew he was sick, but the mm-hmm. world didn't know like that, you know. So he makes this album dealing so much with the. Um, limited lifespan of a man there's a better term for that but just with the life of a human and how short and quick it is you know how little you can feel um dealing with his own uh mortality that's what i'll say he's dealing with his own mortality people listen to it for two days and boom he's dead you know, that's just, I obviously didn't get to experience that because 2016, I can't say I was listening to David Bowie. I wish I would have been, right. but, um, man, this is a great album. It's a great album. I'm only going to give you that one this time. Uh, okay. Eh, I couldn't really think of anything I needed to give you at this moment. And this one just emotionally was pushing me that way, I guess. Um, but yes. Okay. Great album. So I have okay. So I, I saved that one to my uh, library already. So I'm gonna listen to Black yeah. Star. Um, I have <clears throat> one album I got for you pretty much immediately. Um, I'm okay. trying to think of another album, but I'll only tell you one I thought for for you immediately. Um, I wanted to do Mariah Carey um, because I wanted you to kind of get some. Okay. Uh, I want to give you some different R- some different R B artists, of course. Yeah. Uh, you also know I've never been a big fan of her, so <laughs> I oh. respect the hustle. No, go for it. Go Ooh. for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Push me. So, 
I'm going to have you listen to Butterfly by Mariah okay. Carey. That is her sixth album. Um, came out in 1997. Okay. Okay, cool. I almost accidentally clicked on the 25th anniversary, but we're not doing that. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, just me. It's just, it's just, oh, yeah, definitely not. No, just do, just I, do I assume it has <laughs> extra tracks. It does. Yeah. So just, just do that one. Um, so now and then he, I, I feel like. I want to give you a second album um, just because, like, you know, R&B is kind of really easy to get into and, like, just listen to. Okay. Um, so what I want to do, I kind of – I'll tell you what. I wanted to do a newer uh, – an, old, well, an older artist, which Mariah Carey would fall into, um, and I wanted to do kind of a newer artist. Not, like, necessarily, okay. like, obviously someone you would have listened to right now because, like, what's the fun of that? But, like – yeah someone who's a little bit newer. So I'm actually going to do, and you might not like me for this one, but mm. I'm going to have you listen to one of my favorite albums growing up as a kid. Um, Lord. I'm going to have you listen to fame by Chris Brown. Oh, okay. I mean, I've heard that album before. Definitely. Um, oh, you've heard it before. Okay. Oh, a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I it, it's not like I listen to it all the time. <laughs> okay, I can I can definitely okay. still do it. Oh, here, I, you know what? I'll let you choose actually because there's two of the two albums. There, there, mm. it's Fame and then Fortune. You can listen to either one of those. How about that? Um, have you listened to Fortune by Chris Brown? Uh, I've listened to Chris Brown's entire discography. Okay, um, so I went through a thing over COVID where I just listened to multiple artists' discography, and he was one of the ones that I had never heard before. Um, okay, can I choose Fame because it's definitely better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, fame has I, a lot not, more of the hits that I love. Like obviously, I'm not look to at me you. now, but yeah. No, I mean, I, I, listen. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike Chris. I don't dislike Chris Brown's music. I just don't think he's ever. You know, he's not the best album curator. Although I think he's, Fame might yeah. be his best. Yeah, I, I'd say so. Uh, yeah. Let me just thank you. Right now, for not being that person and giving me um, heartbreak on a full moon. No, I'm. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I. I'm not. We're not trying to torture each other. We're trying to. We're trying. We're trying to. You know, we're trying to help have each other enjoy music. And I'm sorry. That's what the heartbreak on a full moon is. Thirty songs, right? Something like it's that. A two, two hours and forty plus minutes. It's forty five so, songs. Yeah. yeah it's forty five songs. No, I'm not I'm never gonna have you listen to that. To anything like that. Good. That's ridiculous. Good. That is Thank beyond you. ridiculous. <laughs> I I'm, like, I much appreciate that. No, no, no. Definitely not. No. Um but yeah, so <clears throat> Butterfly by Mariah Carey and then Fame by Chris Brown. Um I, I kinda I was hoping I picked something you hadn't heard, but I mean, it's fine. I mean, you probably, like you said, you have, it's not like you listen to it a lot. So you probably, yeah, no, you probably don't remember I've most of the songs on this album. So in my life, I've probably listened to it two or three times. So it's nothing crazy. Okay. Good. So yeah, I think, that, I, I think that's pretty cool choices. Maybe I'll come out liking them. This song. I, think, I know, I know, I, I, like, I know I like fame. I think you'll like butterfly too. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What, what your um, what what makes you not like Mariah Carey? But um, it's I think honestly, like, it's probably because I grew up an Eminem fan. That's <laughs> 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 the funny part. I, I think you really like Butterfly. It's um, it's one of her her better albums. And okay, I I, I think it because me again. I'm trying to 
there's a there's a theme I'm trying to hit with these albums, and yeah. I think that you'll 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 be able to tell once you listen to it a few times, and you'll be like, okay, I see, I see what he's doing, you know? Okay. Well, if we're gonna get, <clears throat> if, if you're gonna give me an album that I've already listened to, although not so much, how mm-hmm. many times? How much do you listen to Jimi Hendrix albums? Um, I mean, <laughs> let's let's be honest. It's been a while since I listened to one, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any 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 Jimmy Hendrix album, give it to me. I'll take it. Okay. Well, I want you to listen to arguably the greatest album of all time, Electric Ladyland. Um, okay. The thing about this album that I love, well, one, it's a great album by itself, but my personal favorite jazz album, Bitches Brew by Miles Davis, he credits mm-hmm. Electric Lady Man as his influence to create that album. Which is crazy to me that, think about that. A jazz album was influenced by a rock album. And then also consider oh. that, 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 that al- this album came out in 1968. So at the same time that the Beatles were still making music, Jimi Hendrix drops this. Yep. I mean... Jimi Hendrix is the case. Jimi Hendrix is the case to say that maybe, because if you look at it, most of the best rock stars are all British. Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix is the case that America is on top. Yeah, yeah, okay. I haven't, I haven't listened to this album in a, in a, in a while, so I'm, I'm definitely yeah. glad as you, you brought this one up for me. So, yeah, me either, because I listen to you know when I give you something, I listen to it also, and I'm sure you do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's granted I might not oh, listen yeah, to Black Star because I just listened to it this week, but I might, you know, it's a great album. I, I probably listen to Fame like 20, 25 times throughout my whole life because you know like you said, probably don't have to listen to it. <laughs> I probably don't have to, but I probably will. Listen You're to going it to because I, I enjoy it. It's, I think I think it's his best. It's a album. good album. It's a good and, album. Yes, yeah, definitely has I mean, his best hits on it. It's kind of a low bar to say it's Chris Brown's best album because like Chris Brown's one of those artists for me where like I feel like his his talent is wasted on his own albums, which is ironic yeah. to say that. But yeah. Like, well, honestly, one just, of his best albums was um, Slime and B. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. I would yeah. say. Because, I mean, um, I don't know. He, he just, he's like the opposite of Usher. I feel like, I mean, Usher has a lot of hits too, of course, but I feel like Usher just, yeah. ignoring this past album. Usher knows how like to create Usher. an album. Yep, exactly. And I feel like Chris Brown just, doesn't Chris Brown just throws songs on the board and says, "Yep, album, 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 album." Just well, says that's literally hey, possible sometimes. I'll, I'll even say going back to 2016's "Hard to Love," that's a super overhated album for Usher. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll admit it's not his best. It was probably his worst up until this last album came out. But like, you can't tell me the title track isn't one of Usher's better songs. I love that song, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God! No limit is whew, no limit is one of my favorite songs by him. Okay, yeah, uh, him, yeah. Him, him, him and Young, Young Thug, Thug yeah. sound amazing on that song together. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Hard to love is great. I think looking for myself uh, was one of my favorite. Well, I can't yeah. say newer. Well, I, I guess I can't say newer Usher album. It's not new per se, but it's like it's yeah, more recent. I remember other albums. I remember really liking the song Scream when I was younger, and that's crazy to me because I should not have been listening to that song. 
<laughs> well, hey, listen, I shouldn't have been listening to Climax or let me see. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's crazy kind of going off topic, but it's crazy. You look at Usher's career and there's like a clear divide where everything up until Confessions is like mm-hmm. clear cut R&B. Obviously, some of that hip hop influence, but that's clear cut R&B. And then you get obviously I'm skipping here. I stand because I don't really remember that album, but everything from Raymond V. Raymond on is much more pop influence you know um i'll I'll say here i stand you can include among confessions and the other four okay the other three uh it's more it is more the r&b i think the divide the divide is here i stand and raymond raymond v raymond raymond v raymond is the start of what you're talking about more the yeah more the pop type vibes along with r&b and stuff whereas here i stand is there's a lot of uh it's just more r&b although he did he did go more into a couple songs are no, 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 no. Here I stand is definitely more R&B. The more I listen to it, okay. I, the more I remember it. Because um, yeah. I've, de- I've definitely that, listened to it, but I do not mm. remember that album at all. I remember every single other album. I don't know why I can't remember that one. I, it's been a minute since I listened to, this, to the full album, but mm. I've listened to a lot of the songs individually. Like I, a lot of those songs are still in my rotations actually individually. Yeah, like they'll come on my plate or on my. Uh, one of my some of my plays because I, I usually do like my uh the for for you playlist where it just gives you random music when I'm not, not specifically listening for anything in particular I'll just play those and a lot of yeah. the songs off that album will come on that playlist for some reason which is weird mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's specifically that album I don't know why it's none of his other albums but it's like songs off just that album come off but um but yeah no I agree with you it's 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 interesting to see how his his career has progressed and also he has way less albums than I thought he had. Like he really only has he has two four six eight he has ten albums, which yeah no is he, a lot. he doesn't he doesn't drop that many albums. Like ten albums is a, is a good amount for a career. That's a that's a yeah. good amount. But like for as long as he's been starting in ninety four, right? Exactly, it's a lot less than you think. I mean, what thirty? Also, years just look music? look at his face on that debut album, man. <laughs> right, it's so bad. He looks Such like a, a baby. baby. Bro. <laughs> How old was I? I gotta Google that. How old was he on his debut? He can't have been older than like because uh, my way he was. He's forty five right now. He's forty five now, so thirty years ago, fifteen. God. Yeah, he would have been either fourteen or fifteen, depending on when his birthday is. What is up with R and B and starting so young? It's crazy. I mean, because when you can sing, you can sing. And like the beauty of R&B, unlike a lot of other music, is like R&B, I mean, yeah. pop pop is kind of the same way, but R&B yeah. more specifically, because you can cover other people's songs, and it's not a big yeah. deal in R&B. Yeah. Like, you can sing over other people's songs or sing sing other, somebody else's song, and then you can progress from yeah. that to doing your own thing. And like, Yeah. And honestly, it, for what know, they do with their voices, it makes more sense. Like, you know, the high, mm-hmm. those higher-pitched voices works in that. Whereas, like, if you try to do that in rock, you know, you need a... I mean, obviously, you need a more adult voice to pull off rock a lot of the time. Exactly. Same thing uh, with rap, generally. You know, you want to sound more mm-hmm. like an adult. But also, like, the thing, the, the difference between rap and R&B when it comes to younger artists, too. Like, I'm not saying that. Obviously, there a lot of artists start out young anyway, in general, young. Like, yeah, a lot of musicians yeah. start out at a young age. But, like, um, when they make it mainstream, like, when you think about the rappers, like, very, like Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole... They were all, all of them were more of, um, um, even Biggie, Tupac, they're all kind of exceptions to that rule. Usually yeah. artists that start that young, they're usually 
not very good at first, and then they get better yeah. as they you know they it, progress. It also helps that for R and B, you don't really have to write your own music. For rap, it's frowned upon if you aren't writing. And exactly. let's be honest: at fourteen to sixteen years old, you're not that clever. You're not. You're not. You're no. not. That's 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 why it's like with R and B specifically. That's why people are able, like like I said, that's why because they literally sing other people's songs. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Because um, yeah. at the end of the day, R and B, like sure, songwriting is important. R and B songwriting is actually more important. You know, I'm, this might be something we could talk about a little bit more in depth on another episode because I do want to yeah. talk about this. But I'll give you a little preview on what I want to say here. Um, songwriting has become a bigger deal in R and B than it was before, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like. Um, somebody on Twitter had said this, and this is a think piece that I kind of want to go into a little bit more. But like, somebody on Twitter said mm-hmm. that um, there's a lot more artists now, specifically R&B artists now, that um, like 20 years ago they wouldn't be actually singing; they would have been writing songs for other people yeah. to sing. But yeah. now, because of how today is now, now they're the ones singing their own songs. Like he, one example he used was SZA. He said like 20 years ago, if SZA was you know around writing music back then she probably would have never been the one singing her songs it would have been somebody else singing her songs yeah but yeah now that we're she's a really good writer right exactly and obviously she's a great singer too but like yeah what makes this so that that goes without saying (laughs) but what makes her so great is like her lyricism like her her lyrics are super like what she's saying is super important you know so yes um yeah r&b is a very interesting drama when it comes to that like it's like it's like it's like hip-hop with none of the negative things about it, it to be honest with you, because like, yeah, you don't have to like you, nobody cares if you didn't write your song in R and B. Yeah, like what matters is you have a whole, beautiful voice. Exactly, and if you if you and did probably write that your song, you know how to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be a good performer. <laughs> yeah. You you have to perform very well in R and B. Like there, there's uh, the the standard was set pretty high by Michael Jackson for that, to be honest. But yeah. Um, you know, you, you gotta you gotta be a good performer in general. Like some of the best performers of all time are R and B artists. So, um, yeah. but yeah. Um, so now that we both got our um, our homework for next time, um, I know you said you had some uh, yeah. some things you wanted to kind of show me. Yeah, so uh, this is just going to be to close out this episode, a little fun experiment that I plan on doing more, um, kind of just randomly, you know, short little segment that we can add to a couple episodes here and there, um, just as it comes up. Uh, this is what I like to call, you know, I don't know, hip hop Twitter hot takes, hip hop Twitter goes crazy, whatever it is. And not all of it's going to be hot takes. Some of it's just going to be them saying the craziest things and seeing what we think about it. Um, in this case, I have two inserts from at random ran or randon uh this is a guy who i've seen pop up a lot more recently over um hip-hop twitter he um quote tweeted someone asking what is the greatest three album run of all time and he says this one the he posts the three album covers nobody else comes close cry about it um the three albums being slim shady lp marshall mathers lp and the eminem show uh hot take for sure because there's a lot of great three album runs. I think that these definitely deserve to be in that discussion. A hundred percent. In my opinion, I want to see what your opinion is. Can you name three album, a three album run greater? Do you think that that, that is the greatest three album run? What, what, what would you substitute it for? Would you substitute it for a lot of different ones? Are there many different three album runs you can think of? So, um, to answer your question, I don't think I can, 
I can't confidently say that there's a three out run that I'm just like absolutely deserves to be over that three. But I will say I that I think you can substitute it. I think you can substitute it very easily and like yeah. have albums that can also fit that criteria. Um, first, I mean, I'm just going to say it straight up. We could talk about Good Kid, Mad City. We could talk about the Pippa Butterfly. Okay. We could talk about yeah. Damn. I think I'm that's, that's you, a clear. You, 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 start, you started with the one I would have said is definitely. That's obviously, yeah. The, I I personally would put those three over absolutely. Yes. Um, I'd say I'd say yes. Um, I could see why how people may you know may say maybe not, but I've put those three. Yeah. Um, and again, I think there is discussion three. to be had. You know, the, again, that Eminem mm-hmm. three album runs incredible. Um, and then if we're talking about some other ones, um, I mean, hold on, let me let me make sure I get the right. I'm gonna pull up. Pull up this discography so I get the right the right run that I want to say. Uh, so I'm I'm doing Kanye and I'm going to say Kanye might have three three album runs that could compete. Hmm. I mean, honestly, I could even argue college dropout, late, late registration, and graduation. Um, yeah, I could argue that those three deserve to be there in that that in that era, and then. I, I would even say that, in my opinion, Kanye's best three album run was uh, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," "Jesus," and "The Life of Pablo." Not that's my hot take, though. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. I was going to say that next. I'll say honestly, you could even yeah, but I three I agree the 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 college the college dropout trilogy. Yeah, that's the general. That's what people would say. Um, I mean, and honestly, like. This may be this may be a hot take too as well, but like it's hard to argue against this for me. I and mean, maybe this is my bias showing through, but I think "Take Care" nothing was the same. And if you're reading this, is too late. Also, no, deserves to be. <laughs> Come on, that, okay. Look, 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 look. No. Again, this may be my bias showing. I'm not, and I'm not saying it deserves to be over it. I'm you just saying oh. that. I, I don't think you can't not mention it in a three album run at least. Hold, hold that. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Hold that thought. I got something I want to say about Drake, and then I have one more of these hot takes. But just um, one of the, one of the ones that people mentioned that nobody else was thinking of because you know you talk about Eminem, you, th- you just only think hip hop. But what about um? God, I can't find it anymore. What about Off the Wall Thriller and Bad? <laughs> I mean, okay, because it, it wasn't ju- it <laughs> like, wasn't just hip hop three album runs. It was great. It was just overall music, you know. Hey, oh, he um, said overall. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, it said, what's the greatest hip-hop. three album run of all time? Yeah. Oh, then it, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> off the wall thriller. Like, come on now, come on. That's not even a competition. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. come on now. <laughs> um, going going back to talking about Drake. Like I said, I have one more of these um, hot takes, and I think this one actually is going to drum up more fun discussion because it's just a straight you don't have to pick your brain for anything it's just a straight up one for one comparison but um i thought about this the other night and i just want to have this short little discussion because this isn't something that we talk about very often people don't often talk about what was the best album to come out in a year right Mm -hmm. i think that that doesn't get i think that that is a discussion that should be brought up more often like how many times has an artist dropped the best album in a year? I think that's a big, you know, we talk about MVPs for basketball players. I feel like that's an MVP. Talk, forget the Grammys, personal opinion, best who dropped the best album in whatever year. Um, 
hear me out. Drake only once in his career has dropped the best album of the year. And that was Take Care in 2011. Because 2011 was a relatively okay year for hip hop. And I, I'm I mean, only talking hip hop. I'm only talking rap. Name another year that Drake dropped the best album of the year. Okay. Um, so here's what I'll say. Why, why, why are you doing this album music? Okay. Let me get a Spotify. Because Apple Music being this being sorry, Apple Music being stupid. <laughs> I I wanted to I wanted to go so far as to say that Drake had never dropped the best album of the year, but there was I could not find an album that um was better in twenty eleven than Take Care. I couldn't. Okay, so twenty thirteen. What albums came out in twenty thirteen? Um, because that's nothing. That's when nothing was the same came out. Um, yeah. Was that that wasn't so? Jesus, I would say Jesus, is better. Okay. Um, I don't think Born Center is better, but you can make an argument. Okay, you got Long Live ASAP. The first got Marshall Mothers LP two Acid Rap. The, fir- the first run the jewels. Okay, run the jewels. Yep. Uh, and then you also have the best rap album of 2013, in my opinion, because the internet. Yep, because then it dropped. Huh. Okay. Um, so here's what I'll say. Because I think I, I think you can make an argument for 2013. I, I think I think you can't you can make an argument, but because mm-hmm. we can't definitively say I, I have to go along with you on that, because you can't definitively mm-hmm. say that it was. Um You're not gonna make an argument for if you're reading this is too late. No, 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 because I already know what album <laughs> okay, cool. dropped that year. Cool. So. <laughs> I was trying to pull you into a trap there. <laughs> I already know what album dropped that year. I, I, I'd say if, if that album hadn't, if if it wasn't for that album, um, actually, I don't know. 2015 like, was such a great year. I don't think even That was a loaded year. I mean, I, let's okay, be honest. So, I, th- I think Tetsuo and Youth doesn't get talked about enough by Lupe. Um, mm-hmm. We also got a long last ASAP. DS2 dropped. Rodeo. Uh, rodeo dropped. Yeah, Barter six. Year. The Ooh. documentary two. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Um. Joe. Okay. Joey dropped before the money or badass, however you want to call it. The logic dropped his best album, The Incredible True Story. Good AM dropped. What a so, year! What here's a what I'll year! Say about, here's what I'll say about 2015. Um. We're not, I'm not arguing for number one because number one is obvious. No, was you um, know what you know what to yeah. butterfly. You could yeah, argue for number uh, two. I think I think I would argue for number two, but at the same time, when I say I would argue for number two, yeah, it's hard. Even then, it's debatable. Because like, like there's oh, wow. twenty fifteen was such a good year, man. We didn't even oh we didn't even God. mention Compton by Dre, which I think is a super slept on album by a classic artist. Yeah. So I think I think that's another example of like what you were saying, where like because of I mean. Again, we're we're ignoring Tip Butterfly for a moment because we know that's number one. We know that's clear number one. But like, if Tip Butterfly came out, let's say that came out twenty sixteen instead of twenty fifteen. Yeah. Even then, without Tip Butterfly, I cannot say I'd put if you're reading this is too late number one because there's so many other albums that are just as good. Like, I think that's one of twenty fifteen. Looking at it, looking back on it, twenty fifteen may have been one of the best years of hip hop we've had in the last like decade, yeah. honestly. Just, just like all the albums, you could legitimately argue would be number two, because <laughs> you know number one's obvious. But like, who could yeah. be number two? Wow, 
Um, that's one of the best. Okay, so twenty sixteen for view. For he didn't draw. He I, doesn't have another. I, album. I don't even remember. He does not have out. another album in his discography that <laughs> even has an argument. Yet, just you don't even have to know what came out. Not that they're bad. Just I'm about to say. Yeah, well, we had coloring books so that already tells me that. By, by the life chance, of Pablo. Uh, we got life of Pablo. We, we got it from Jeffrey. here by Tribe Called Quest. Jeffrey, yep. yeah, Blank Face LP out. by Schoolboy Q. Even Untitled Your Eyes Only by J Cole. <laughs> <laughs> the Sun's Tirade by Isaiah Rashad. Atrocity ex- yeah, that, Exhibition man. by Danny Brown. Malibu by Anderson Pock, even though he's not a. Oh, that's guess, not rap. No, it's not rap, so I I wouldn't count it. Savage run, mode. Run the jewels three. Oh, savage mode. Yeah, yeah. Run the jewels three. We got um three thousand one. A laced Odyssey by Flatbush. I don't know. Well, no, that I, I would argue that's better than views, but that's not in the discussion for top. Wait, album. am I tripping? Did um the Hendrix not come out in twenty sixteen? By, by future, Hendrix I think that was twenty seventeen. Future drop. Uh, it was. It was in twenty sixteen. Right. Yep, it was February twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. That Hendrix came out. So okay. So yeah. So um, yeah. So Drake didn't even. Oh, More Life came out twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah, you're right. There's no other album that can that's gonna yep. be. And then yeah. again, More Life. You know, that's not gonna. I mean, it's a good album. It's not gonna take top album scorpion's definitely not taking it it was closer to worst album um wow 2017 was a great year as well holy crap yes there was yeah. <laughs> wow my my argument is that big crit dropped the best album that year but i mean i know most people are going to say kendrick um, yeah I mean, but look at look at 2011 2011 the thing is it's almost take care by default because it wasn't that tough of a year i mean watch the throne Take Care had to be great because it had to go up against Watch the Throne. But past that, I mean, The Roots Undone was good, but not many people have heard it. Um, no one's going to say Cold World by J. Cole. No one's going to say Live Love ASAP, even though that is a really great – that's more – That's I think that's a mixtape anyways. But um, yeah, Section 80 isn't that – isn't up there. Hell, the sequel, you know, great, but – uh, the next closest one would probably be the Carter Four, and that's probably the weakest Carter since Carter One. Right. Like I would take yeah, I mean, Carter Two, Three, and Five over Carter Four personally. Yeah, if I if, if I'm if I'm being honest, it's crazy to say this because like Take Care is probably the, Drake's best album. That probably is his best album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. It's funny. It didn't have it didn't have much competition that it year. It didn't have much competition. So like, it, it, yeah, you're right. It almost won by default. But I, I think I don't. That's not to take away I, from how good that album is. Yeah, yeah. Like if it I think came it out, still could have. It still had a good chance to win if it did have competition. That was a great album. I, right. I, I, I might. You can call me a Drake hater. I won't deny how great he was from 2011 to 2015, 16. Yeah. So. I think one main thing, though, one mark for artists is like you're right. He he probably only had that one year, 2011, where he was like his album was the best album of the year. But the fact that we legitimately had he has three albums that could have been in the well, again, ignore Tip It Butterfly in 2015 because nothing is winning over that. But um, no, you know, no. those three albums had an opportunity to be in the top three of the year. Like we're each each year we're sitting here like, huh, you know, that could have been. That you know, I could see how nothing was the same could have been the best album in 2013. I could see how if you're reading this is too late could have been the best album in 2015 if Tip of Butterfly just didn't exist. You know, 
Um, but no, you know, honestly, even 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 as a, uh, I'm a huge Drake fan. As you already know, you are you know more than anybody knows. But like, yes. I like to say I'm still. I I feel like I'm also realistic for the most part with it. I have my moments, of course. But he like, he's not only the person who looked up Drake's leak. He's probably the one who leaked it. <laughs> okay, okay, settle down now. <laughs> settle, settle, settle down now. Not that far. I'm not that far. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think realistically speaking, like like. That's a good point. I, it, it's hard to argue that Drake has, other than one album, that he's ever dropped the best album of the year. But when you think about it, it's kind of hard for an artist to like, yeah, consistently do that though. Because like, I don't know, Kendrick like, did especially, it three times. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's Kendrick. four times. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He definitely did it in 2012. He definitely did it in 2015. I think that Big Crit got it in 2017, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to concede to giving it the damn. Um, and then, you know, in my opinion, it's between Mr. Morale and Donda, so I could see that one going either way for 22. Did Donda really come out in 2022? It did. No, wait, no. Donda or came 20, out in 2021. Donda oh, never two. mind then. Yeah, Donda came oh, out in 2021. Did, did Mr. Morale drop in 22? I'm getting my years confused now, man. We're yeah, at Mr. Morale dropped in 22. Yeah, Mr. Morale okay, dropped in 22. So- what dropped in twenty? What else dropped in twenty twenty two? Um, her loss. Uh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what? Oh, um, <laughs> heroes, heroes and villains. Which okay, that's crazy. Mm, it dropped in December. That's why. I'll give you. I'll give you this. I think most people, a lot of people, would say Mr. Morale. I think even then, I'm taking Denzel Curry or Jid's albums. Fair. But it's close. It's close. So I mean, Kendrick might have done it four times. He might have only done it twice. Either way, the fact that the fact that we're saying two or four says a lot about Kendrick himself. I mean, as an artist, like yeah. we, we, we I, I'm as much a Kendrick fan as I am a Drake fan. Um, and hey, you know what's crazy? We're saying that Drake undeniably only dropped it once. And arguably twice, I would argue that Denzel Curry has dropped the best album of the year twice. Maybe that's just me being a fan, but... Hey, you know what? You know, in 2018, Taboo was definitely in that top five conversation. (laughs) And then 2022, Melt My See Your Future was also definitely in that conversation. Let's see. Yeah, 2018, we had um, Astroworld, we had Daytona, we had... um, Everything is love. We had uh, Scorpion, of course. We had the Carter Five. Uh, <laughs> we had twenty eighteen was a great year. We had Redemption taboo. Championships. Taboo. He said tattoo. He called it tattoo. No, my bad. Taboo. <laughs> I am. I am greater than I was. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, Dang, 2018 really was a great year. It was a stacked year. It was a 2015 and 2018, I would argue, were the two best years in hip-hop in a long time. Definitely. I mean, like, honestly, like, I'm not saying any of these albums were were number one, but, like, there's so many great albums that dropped this year. So many albums that are, like, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, we got spoiled. We, we just assumed mm-hmm. that, I remember 2018, we just assumed that music was just going to be good for a long time. And yeah, I don't want to say it got worse, but we've been inconsistent since then. 
Yeah, some years that yeah. are good. I think I think we're finally bad. set up for this year, which I'll, I'll say twenty twenty two was a really good year. I'll say that, but not to that, not to the twenty eighteen, twenty fifteen levels. I'm hoping that this year, hopefully, that you know, I think twenty nineteen was cool. Twenty twenty, obviously, you give it a pass for COVID. Twenty twenty one, you kind of do the same thing, but not as much. And then twenty two was a really good year. Twenty three was a good year for just, everything but hip hop. I'm about to say twenty three just sucked for hip hop, but even twenty. Even 2020, there was some good albums that released that year. Yeah, like we had Savage Mode and and some and some big artists too. Right, you got two Uzi albums. You said Savage Mode two. Eminem dropped, Um, and it was probably his best effort in a decade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved Burden of Proof. Oh, that was a great one. You had uh, Run the Jewels four. You had Circles by Mac Miller. Yeah, Paris like 2020. Honestly, maybe we shouldn't give 2020 a pass because there were some good and, um, albums that dropped in 2020. What was High that future Life, album? Future? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> people, people hate on that album for no reason, too. I think that's one of his best albums. A whole lot of red dropped in 2020. Oh, on, <laughs> on Christmas Day. Christmas yep. Day. Yeah, no, I, I think I think maybe we don't need to give 2020 wow. a pass because 2020 s- stood on its own pretty, pretty well. Yeah, I think 2020 is a really good year. It just... COVID kind of ruined it, but like music, musically for hip hop, 2020 was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 2021. 2021 might be the one we need to give a pass. Yeah. Because we're still dealing with COVID. But we did get, we got some okay albums, just nothing like crazy. Yeah, what, what all came out in 2021? Let's uh, see. Let's see what came out in 2021. That's when we discovered um, Olivia Rodrigo, which I don't, I don't care for that album that much. We got Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, is a great album. Uh, sometimes yeah, I might season. be introvert by Little Sim, Little Sims. Um, the yep. off season, Donda, uh, Silk Sonic, Donda. Yep, Silk Thirty Sonic. by Adele. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B- uh, Happier than ever by Billie Eilish. Ooh, ooh, big one here, big one here. Planet Her by Doja Cat. Mm, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we got the melodic oh, blue. Oh, that was that was rude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a, that's a super underrated album, man. Punk, Punk by Young Thug. Kind of decent album. Uh huh. Amazing, but not, not amazing, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, twenty twenty one. Lover was, Boy. Mm. Yeah, I specifically didn't oh. say that one. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, and I specific- and we got it. I forgot we got a new Dave album. Man, when's Dave gonna drop again? Best UK rapper ever. He only got two albums. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, so 2021, 2020 and 2021 were pretty solid considering or 2020 was great. 2021 was pretty solid all things considered. considering the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, and then 2022 was good. I think really honestly 2023 was just really bad considering cuz we had three good to solid years leading up to 2023. I think that's why it, it made it seem so bad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. As I said 20 2019 was a down year, but I feel like 2019 just didn't have that big hitter artist that dropped. It had a lot of really good lesser known artists. I, like that's when I discovered clipping. Um, mm-hmm. But instead of going into all that, let's get into this last little um, random hot take. Um, and this is actually a really good discussion. I think. I think that this okay. is debatable. I will say that I think this one's debatable. Um, so what he says on here isn't exactly what I think the argument is. We're going to get into that. So here, quote, Pac, Tupac, doesn't have a better album than Death Certificate, and that's not even Ice Cube's best. 
I think he's arguing that Ice Cube is better than Tupac. Whew. Okay. That's a hot take. Um, Definitely a hot take. I think most people would agree Tupac is better. But you know what? I'm willing to entertain it. So here's what I'll say. I think that we shouldn't – I think that Tupac and Biggie got immortalized because they died so young and because they were like the new faces of hip-hop when they died that because they got immortalized, people put them on such a high pedestal that it's crazy to think of anybody being quote unquote better than them. Yeah. But I'll give Tupac so, more of a pass than Biggie because Biggie died before his second album came out. Now he had finished his second album already, but he yeah. has three albums total and two of them. He had finished before he died pretty much. Right. Tupac, you know, he had Tupacalypse now strictly for my, mm, uh, me against the world, all eyes on me. He even had, um, yeah, what was it? Um, Mac is the one he released under the alias Machiavelli, um, the Don Caluminati mm-hmm. theory, uh, which I think that came out after he died. But still, I mean, he had a lot more albums that dropped. You know, he had a lot longer rap career than Biggie. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. He did. So I give him more of a pass for getting that kind of love. Biggie, I think, had he just retired after his second album, people would have said, "Oh my God, what could have been?" But I don't know that people would be saying he's top five. Yeah, I mean, talent so, wise, he was top five, but you need a longer career to really cement that. I think Pac at least had that longevity before he died. And I think that's the, um, you know, since specifically, we'll stick to Tupac and uh, Tupac and Ice, Ice Cube since those are two. Yeah, about, yeah. But I will say this is a conversation I would like to have another time in, a, in a, the podcast as well because I think it's important to talk yeah. about that because I feel like. That's something that we definitely need to cover. But um, going back to Ice Cube versus uh, Tupac. So I cannot say that Ice Cube is a better rapper than Tupac or a better artist than Tupac. Definitely not. Um, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm still taking Tupac over him. But I think it's a lot closer than people might want to give, give, give Ice Cube well, credit for. Look, look at how Ice Cube's career started. He starts with America's Most Wanted, Death Certificate, The Predator, and Lethal Injection, and that's all coming after Straight Outta Compton, right. where he did right. where he was the best rapper of the group, and he wrote for three fourths of the group. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, he wrote for Dre and he wrote for Easy. I think mm-hmm. Yell. Well, who was, was it? Was it Yell or Ren? Ren wrote for himself. I think. Yeah, Ren wrote for himself. Um, but he pretty much wrote for everybody else. I mean, so and let's not also not forget yeah, he beefed with NWA and won the beef by himself. Than, right, literally. No, no. Listen, no Vaseline is probably the greatest diss song of all time. Like I know we talk about Ether yeah. by Nas, but like, like that no Ether, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I think it's, it's a case of which one came. I first. think no, no Vaseline's Vaseline better. First. Yeah. But I think no, Vaseline's better yeah. just because of how raw, like literally, excuse the pun. Oh my god, <laughs> how raw it is compared, like just, just yeah. Oof, oof, my god, um, yeah. But like, listen, I'll just say, I'm, I, I like I said that 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 one shocked me. How good of a like, you know, normally I see something like that, I'm like, huh, that's that's stupid. I saw that, I thought about, it, wait a minute. It's, you know, it's, I wouldn't be pissed off if someone had that opinion. Like I said, it, it's a lot closer than people may want to give it credit for. I mean, honestly, 
if you were to say yeah. that, I wouldn't necessarily. I think they're I both top ten, no matter what. Right. Exactly. I mean, because because the thing is, people. One thing that people have don't remember is like, or a lot of people don't remember. Like they they think about it, but they don't remember. Is like you said, Ice Cube wrote most of the lyrics for NWA. You know, like NWA. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, just think about it. There's a reason why Easy E didn't really. I mean, he also passed away. You know, for complications from yeah. certain disease. But there's a reason why once Ice Cube left, NWA was not the same. There's a reason why once Ice Cube left, Dre also left. Not saying that Dre took Ice Cube's side, but mm-hmm. Dre knew once Ice Cube left, it was pretty much over <laughs> for NWA um, because yeah. Ice Cube was the was the one who wrote for him. Ice Cube was the reason why NWA was NWA. For be honest, like in yeah. terms of like lyri- lyrically, at least. Um, and and yeah, he also I mean, it's a, it, NWA wasn't his only group effort either. He also dropped two solid albums with West Side Connection, and then. Even as early as I guess two years ago, now um, December twenty twenty two, he dropped Mount Westmore with Snoop Cube for it was Snoop Cube forty and short, too short, mm-hmm. and E forty. Um, that's a that's a good album for him to be dropping when he's let's see how old is Ice Cube now because that would have been he is fifty four now. He would have been fifty three when that album dropped. So and he was definitely the best, probably the best part of the album. I mean, it's a lot closer than people want to give him credit for, uh, give him good credit. And I will say that, again, I think Pot, uh, less so than Biggie, but I think Pot does get immortalized a lot because he passed away and because we, yeah. we fell in love with the potential of him. Yeah. Which, again, well, he, potential. He, he was also more important of an influence on people in general. Like, Biggie was just a really good rapper. Pac, at least, was influential in his life outside of music mm-hmm. also. Right. Exactly. Like what he stood but also for. like what he stood for and everything. And also like, if you think about it, like, okay, so ice cube and, and Tupac, um, ice cube was definitely like, they were, they're technically peers. Although ice cube was, you know, rapping before Tupac was, uh, before Tupac yeah. was Tupac. Um, but they're definitely peers. You know, they, they yeah, were, they were they within were, like five, six years of each other. Exactly. Um, and, so, if you really wanna, if you really wanna put a comparison down, I mean, I'm be honest, I, I can't, I don't agree with the first thing he said, where he said he said that Tupac doesn't have an album better than the Death Certificate. That's what he said, right? Yeah, I, I actually think that's one thing that I might uh, be against the world. You know, that is a great one. It's hard for me to, yeah, it's hard for me to say that because, like, I don't, I don't know. Death if Certificate is an all-time great album. You know, it is an all time great album, but Tupac also has all time great albums, so it's hard for me yeah, to be like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that all eyes on me and me against the world are great as well. So, I mean, I think it's debatable. I, I could see somebody saying that Death Certificate, which I the thing that he said that I don't agree with was that Death Certificate wasn't Cube's best. I, I think it is Cube's best, yeah. That that part, yeah, yeah. The the whether it was better than Tupac's albums or whatever, that's absolutely a debate. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you that. What? What? what whether you agree if it's better or not, but Death it is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely Ice Cube's yeah. best. Like, there's no, yeah. Like, like what are you saying is better than Death Certificate? Like, probably, what, uh, probably America's you, Most Wanted. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. I can, I mean, again, his first four albums are all classics. Uh, America's Most Wanted. Death Certificate, um, The Predator, and Lethal Injection—all four great albums. 
But I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that you're saying any of those other three are better than death certificate. I mean, because yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't agree with him on that. Um, and then also, um, I, I will say that he, the implication he's trying to make, or maybe he's not trying to make this implication, but like the way the things he said makes it kind of like he's trying to say that he thinks that Ice Cube is better than Tupac. Um, yeah. Um. That one, I'm not the I, again. I'm not actually too opposed to that. Like, if you really want to make that argument, um, I think there's a strong argument to to say that Ice Cube might be better than Tupac. Mm-hmm. I think there's a strong argument for that. Um, I don't think there's a strong argument for anything being better than Death Certificate. Like, I, I don't think I think Death Certificate is clearly Ice Cube's best um, yeah. album. But yeah, but and 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 on that note, I think it's also debatable whether it's better than every single Tupac album. But again, right. debatable. I think I think you could make the argument either way. I think that other than I think all all eyes on you and um hold on, sorry. Go all back. eyes on me. We'll do with this. Um I think that Me Against the World and All Eyes on Me yeah. and Death Certificate are in the same, if we're, if we're like drinking them, they'd be in the same, if we're they'd be in the like same tier. They, they'd be in the same, break, the same tier, yeah. And that would be one where we debate trying to figure out which, which order they go in. And that would be one where, that's where I, I fall into the, okay, since they're in the same tier, I can't definitively say one's better than another. So yeah. that part of what he said, I don't agree with at all. Um, but I don't disagree with everything else he's saying. I can't say I disagree with everything else he might be saying. Mm-hmm. Just don't think it's. I just don't think Deftivity clears Tupac. Is, is what I'm trying to say. Because that, that's yeah. basically what he's saying. He's saying Deftivity clears him. I don't. I don't think that. No. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, like I said, I just thought that was a that that was a fun discussion. Um, someone again, someone on hip hop Twitter who's just trying to be purposely inflammatory. Granted, I think that is probably his actual opinion. But you know, a lot of times, just go a little bit over the top, and it can drum up a little bit more. Um, interactions but mm-hmm. sometimes it actually starts good discussions and i think that, that that started a good discussion i think the other one was idiotic uh I, granted i think that that eminem three <laughs> album run is a great three album run but to say it's the best in music that tells yeah. me that you don't listen to anything other than hip-hop for one yeah exactly and two hip-hop has yeah. plenty that are up there too because like when you when you said it, I really I really heard hip hop. Yeah. I thought you said yeah. it, like he had said hip hop. So I was like, okay, you know that's not the worst. But when you say all the music, no, bro, come on now, come on now. It's, yeah, no, well, listen, it, you know you got the. I think that the Michael Jackson one is the best three album run of all time. But then you also got Metallica's first three albums that you could throw up there. Um, you've got. I'm sure you can find a Beatles run that's that's up there. I'm sure yeah. you could throw. You could throw a couple. More. I mean, I, I say Kendrick. You know, Kendrick's a run you could throw up there. That's I would put over that as well. Um, yes, Kanye. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different runs you could throw up there. Yeah, um, uh, Led Zeppelin. I think they probably uh, depend. It depends because a lot of rock bands drop a lot of music. So a lot of it's a, a lot of the times it'll be like they have a classic and then a couple decent ones and another classic. Let me see Led Zeppelin's discography. Yeah, no. Dude, they drop Led Zeppelin 2, Led Zeppelin 3, and Led Zeppelin 4 back to back to back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That would probably be better than the Kendrick one. Not the Kendrick one, the uh, Eminem one. Eminem. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to give you Led Zeppelin 4 eventually. That's a all-time great album, too. I have to agree with Not you on yet. that, though. Like so, somebody saying that, uh, that 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 take lets me know, like you said, that you don't listen to music other than hip hop, and that's yeah, that's a sad existence. There's so much great music out here, like yeah, like man, I don't know how you can say that with a straight face. That like maybe you could argue somebody over Michael, but like my first thought would be the, the Michael Jackson stretch. As soon as you yeah. say greatest three album run of music, I would I would immediately think off the wall Thriller and uh, off the wall they're uh, bad, yeah, they're bad, yeah. Like, I would instantly think of those three. Yeah, because Thrillers are arguably the greatest album of all time. Bad has some of Michael's best hits, and Off the Wall was a great way to kick off his successful career. Yeah, I mean, Off the Wall might be his most underrated album, to be honest yeah. with you. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of great hits off that album, too. I mean, yeah. really, any Michael Jackson album, from any of those three, those three albums in general have, obviously, his most hits on those three albums combined, of course. Yeah. But, like... It's just, yeah. <laughs> There's just so many great songs on all these. Wait, hold on. Well, every song on Thriller is great. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> it's also a nine album song. Seven, uh, nine album song. Uh, nine, nine song, song album. album. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nine song album. So that that's even more impressive that you you literally yeah. can't find a song of it. You're like, all, they're all great, amazing songs. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Every song off of Bad is a hit too. Every song off of yeah, Off the Wall is the only one that doesn't have a, that every song's not a hit yeah. off of. But like even yeah. still, it, it, you know, you still have some of his best hits off of that album. And like yes, yeah, no. So I, there's I, a couple of moments on Off the Wall where it gets a little bit slower, a little, a little less interesting. But yeah, the other two are just straight through amazing. Just, just hit after hit after hit. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I'm so glad that we we had that. We brought those up. I like that. I think we should incorporate that. Um, if we find yeah. some that we really like, I think we should continue to incorporate that on the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you can keep. Yeah, if you, I know you're scrolling through Twitter plenty. Maybe, maybe. Oh yeah. So I mean, I get on there. Maybe next time. I know you scroll on there. Yeah. Some of these bad. We'll, we'll talk about some of these bad bars that uh, people people been uh, compliment compl- are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. But on that note, guys. Yeah. Um, we are. We're gonna go ahead and end it here. Um, but remember, you know, if you made it this far, definitely um, give us a like. Um, and on TikTok, look out for these. Uh, the next couple of days, we're gonna be dropping reviews for you guys um, for these albums that came out this past weekend or this weekend. Um, and, At the dot blueprint you know, dot pod. Thank you. Um, follow us on TikTok. Um, that's where we put most of our content out on. Um, that's where we have most of our interactions out on. So we love to interact with you guys. We've been getting some comments on mm-hmm. some videos, which I really like. And we've yeah. been, you know, and um, we will respond we to those to... comments if you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we want to, we want to respond to you guys. So definitely follow us on there. Like um, subscribe. And also please also send to a friend. If you like the review video, send it to a friend so they can share oh, yeah. it and, and just keep sharing. Who knows? Maybe forth. it'll um, maybe it'll start a discussion between y'all. Exactly, um, and then also, you know, if you if you find us through the podcast, um, like if you find TikTok through the podcast, mention it on, on a comment too. Say, hey, you know, I listen to you guys' podcast. We loved your podcast. You know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't go in the comments talking about how good his hair looks. He doesn't need his head getting any bigger. <laughs>
Um, please, if you love my hair, comment on it. <laughs> I love, I, I love, we, we all love that. No, but. don't forget. Don't forget. He's getting, as he said in the first episode this year, he's getting a haircut every two or three weeks, man. So he needs the comments because it's going to make up for the fact that he's spending so much money. <laughs> exactly. Help me, help me replace the money I spend and make, making sure it looks good for you guys. But <laughs> um, on that note, um, unless uh, you had anything else to say, Logan, Crazy. anything else to add? Oh, I, no, I think I think we hit it all here. Um, like I said, we'll see what comes out over the next couple of weeks. We'll try to come up with uh, something to talk about in the next episode. But this one, we just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, since last episode, we weren't able to do any of our normal stuff, really. Um, let's keep our fingers crossed. Maybe we'll get another um, surprise episode if J. Cole will drop sometime soon. But no, that being said, that's all we got for y'all on this one. Yeah, I know, man. I know it'll happen. It'll happen. It's just a matter of when, and I don't. I doubt it'll be before the summer. So, yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode. Um, like you said, share, comment, like, subscribe, all the great things. Rate us. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. And other than that, that's all we got for y'all. We will see y'all next time. And peace. Peace out. <laughs>